Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Wendy's Big Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan, 12 at the AM, and the free radio.com app. Joining us now, I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, D. Sparky Pfeiffer, former Green Bay Packers, Leroy Butler, and Gary Ellerson, insider from Stadium in the Athletics. Shams Sharania joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Shams, appreciate it. You had the news earlier today about Eric Bledsoe missing some time with a fracture in his rib cage. Yeah, guys, so, you know, he'll be out at least two to three weeks, and this is all in all good news for Eric Bledsoe and the Bucks. They both fear that he might have a strained oblique, and that would be potentially a month plus but it ends up being a fracture in his rib area, and he's going to miss, like I said, two to three weeks. So the Bucks will be without their starting point guard going into the season. That probably thrusts George Hill into that starting point guard role going into the regular season. And at that point, you want to make sure that Eric Bledsoe, when he does come back, he's not at any type of a risk for re-injury. Um, and, and this team does have the luxury of making sure that it's a, it's a marathon and not a sprint, not a race, um, given the success that they had last season. But there's no question that overall, um, you know, not being without Eric Bledsoe for any type of long period of time would have been a, a devastating blow. When you talk about Eric Bledsoe, he got that contract extension, and there were some Bucks fans that, that thought maybe they paid him too much money, and then the postseason came, and then Bucks fans really started getting uh, nervous about the contract extension that they gave Bledsoe. What were your thoughts on the money they paid him and whether or not, you know, he's going to provide to be worth it? Yeah, I thought in the grand scheme of things, I thought it was a great deal for both sides. Obviously, that last season gives the Bucks so much flexibility, you know, that last year being a partial. Um, I think only $3 million guaranteed out of 19. So that gives the Bucks a lot of flexibility going into that summer. And for Eric Blesser, he was able to get a few years of, of security in terms of his contract and not have to deal with going into free agency. And last year and this upcoming summer, it'll be an interesting market for all players involved. It's not a particularly strong class in 2020. Obviously, 2021 is the big class with Giannis as a potential free agent as well. Um, so overall, I think both sides benefited from that extension, but there's no, there's no question. You know, the Bucks are hoping for, for their return to come to successful playoff runs. So he got a fracture in the ninth and 10th, so he got two fractures in, in two ribs? Something like that? Or just one rib that's cracked? Yeah, he, he's got a fracture, a, a small fracture in his rib area. And, you know, I've seen cartilage or ribs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, yeah. B- basic point is he's got a fracture in right. that rib area, and he's going to miss up to three weeks and and miss time going into the regular season. Yeah, all he needs to do is get some bologna and take the little red thing around and put it right on his skin. It heals it. Re- I'm telling you real quick, it worked for me. But I think uh, I really hope That's he That's what they used to do in locker rooms? No, really, it does. it does help. But, you never tried that? Yeah, no, just try it one time. Yeah, tape it on there. I look at what the Packers <laughs> went through with Devontae Adams. He's out. Cause Gary mentioned something about that. When yeah. Devontae Adams out, it forced Aaron Rodgers to find other guys. Here's a chance for Bucks now to look at a legitimate backup, find out how you're going to run this offense without him. I'm not going to say it's a good thing he's out because I, I don't like preseason anyway, to be honest with you. But with the NBA, I know these guys got to get in. So if they had to start the season – and maybe he's out for a little bit longer. How do you think the rotation would look like? 
You, you need to rely on George Hill as your starting point guard. Dante DiVincenzo, I'm told, has had a great training camp yes. and had a really strong summer. And so you're going to thrust him potentially into that point guard role. You have Frank Mason on the two-way contract. He can potentially play the point guard position as well. Um, you know, so, so they have options. Giannis at all times is a potential option at point guard. He plays one through five. So that will always be at the Milwaukee Bucks' disposal, having Giannis be able to play the point at any point in time, um, any moment in time. So I, it's not like they're lost without options. George Hill actually probably had a better playoff run at times than even Bledsoe. So, you know, having a guy like him, they brought him back on a three-year, $29 million deal. That was a, a big-time uh, re-signing for the Bucks, especially after, after they lost Malcolm Brogdon to the Pacers. Follow him at Shams Sharania on Twitter. NBA How you say Inside. his last name? Sharania. Is Jordan, he married? I, I do. I do not know. You can. You can ask him yeah. right now. Oh, are you or married? Stadium. You can follow him there. <laughs> it's Taranian. Uh, no, oh, no, you don't butcher the man name. Butchered it there. There you go. That's Leroy Butler calling out everything. <laughs> Shum, as you uh, look Shum, at, okay, Shum, go ahead. Hey, Sean. Is Billy yeah. leaving now? No, he wanted to reset for you, but I, I messed it up. No, I oh, messed it up. Mess, you messed yeah, it up. Yeah, because I wanted to help him get married with that last name, but you go ahead and ask, Jerry. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Sean. So tell me about uh, Matthews here. I mean, most folks want him in that starting lineup. Does he have a chance? You know, I, I think when the Bucks signed him, the goal was to bring him off the bench, be their mm-hmm. top reserve coming off the bench. I don't, I don't think that changes in the near future, but, you know, he's – He's a veteran, a proven player. He's contended in multiple playoff runs, and I think it was it was a great signing for the minimum. To be able to get a guy like Wesley Matthews on the minimum, I thought was a big get for John Horace for the Bucks. Um, but I, you know, I, I think their starting rotation just off of last year's success is fairly set. Let's talk about John Horace since you brought him up. Uh, when he was named general manager. A lot of people around here couldn't figure out how that all happened because his name wasn't even in the hopper at that point. Good. Uh, what was the reaction around the NBA when they named him as general manager? Uh, and now what's the reaction around the NBA now that they've seen him for a little bit? Yeah, you know, John Horst had plenty of experience, um, you know, pl- you know, working under John Hammond previously. And he's, you know, he, he's he's been around the league. You know, so people internally, you know, across the NBA knew who John Horst was. Obviously publicly... You know, like you said, the, the reaction when he when it was first announced that they named him GM, I think there was questions publicly, but behind the scenes, around the league, people knew who he was. And so, um, and obviously, he's you know the, the Bucks as a franchise, they've done a great job. Mark Lazary, mm-hmm. um, Wes Edens, I think as a whole, they made great moves, and now it's about positioning yourself to become a Finals contender year in and year out to make the run in the conference finals last year, win. Uh, are up 2-0 in the series, and you thought that they were running away with that and were off to the NBA Finals, but the Toronto Raptors come back and win the championship. So, you know, the Bucks are going to be right there in position again. It's, you know, in the Eastern Conference, it's really a two-team race between them and Philadelphia. Maybe you could see a Boston and Indiana, depending on Victor Oladipo's help, creep up there as well. But it's really, it's really a two-team race right now in the East. Shams, as you look into the impending free agency of what Giannis is going to need and, and the accounts and the fine that was laid against the Bucks ownership for uh, at least mentioning the fact that they were going to offer Giannis the Supermax, and then he backs down and says, I'm not going to address it because that's not necessarily fair to what we're trying to accomplish here in in this, this year. I'm not going to ask you what the 
likelihood of where destinations for him to go, everybody's going to want Giannis once he becomes available. But for for what you believe at this point, does it feel like the Bucks are going to have as good of a chance as other teams has ha- have had to try to keep their superstar here in Milwaukee? Yeah, sure. I mean, it really all comes down to winning and whether the team, you know, and Giannis's belief is progressing to the level that mm-hmm. that he expects. And last year was a big time jump for the Bucks. Throughout Giannis's tenure in Milwaukee, they make a run in the conference finals. Now, what's that next step? Probably the NBA finals. And so to be able to go on this quest for the next two years before he reaches free agency, I think it'll be very important for this team to make another deep, deep run in the playoffs. And I think everyone everyone around the Bucks organization understands that. They're all pushing and pulling in the same direction and trying to compete for a championship. And that's why, as Giannis said, it's not fair for anyone involved for him to be addressing something that could be two years out when they have much bigger goals over the next two seasons. Let's deal with this a little bit. Because yesterday, this got into kind of a frenzy how we disagree on things sometimes. Let's talk about Giannis. Have an open conversation in the barbershop. I really need you to narrate, help, kind of help us with this. Now, if some people in here think, I'm not calling any names, and Giannis, is, they want to deal with this jumper thing. They want to shoot jumpers or whatever. I want him to dominate. They seem to think that the reason why that the Bucks didn't win because they put up this wall and did all this certain who, thing. Who put up the wall? Well, Toronto. They did all this wall stuff, so they did something different. I think they lost because of Van Vliet and them hitting threes outside. But if Giannis doesn't have a, a, a consistent jump shot, I don't care. I want him to do what like, he's always dunk on people, mean mug people, score 40 points, do whatever in the paint. The most in the paint than anybody other so than Shaq. So you want a one-dimensional player. I want him to be Giannis. You want a one-dimensional player. I want him to be Giannis, so, but he's go good ahead, at. Sean. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> Listen, it it does matter to be able to shoot the basketball, but clearly for Giannis, he won MVP. You know, and right, I, and, right. And and if you look at his his shooting throughout that series against the Raptors, he actually you know shot a little bit, and he was he was able to make some jumpers. So. Um, I, I, there's no question. His work ethic, how young he is, he's going to bring something to the arsenal. You know, whether it's now or next summer, whenever it is, he's going to be able to shoot the ball at some point in his career. He works too hard. Um, and even even if he doesn't, like the way he dominates on the floor, passing, rebounding, blocking shots defensively, the way he's able to dominate on the floor offensively, um, I, he won MVP, um, and he's probably going to be in the MVP race again, doing just like, just exactly what he did a season ago. So, um, you know, I, I don't think it was Giannis's jumper that didn't allow the Bucks to win a champ uh, or get to the finals last year. It was like you guys said, the defense, the, the defensive schemes of Toronto, and also you have to look at everyone around Giannis as well. His teammates, Chris Middleton, you know, guys that may struggle at certain points. It's making sure everyone's clicking on all cylinders at the appropriate time. What do you make of what's going on with the NBA in China right now? I was reading some stuff that people are speculating around the league that the salary cap could be affected uh, by this if this doesn't get resolved and may start going the other direction because of the loss of revenue if this doesn't get fixed. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's way too early to be thinking at what the revenue situation should be. You know, obviously you have to you have to potentially game plan for that, but and several teams are. You know, I'm not discounting that i think teams around the league are definitely looking at it especially how hot and heavy it was during the middle of the week and early in the week um following the tweet that went out friday night from daryl morey the rockets general manager but 
You know, it is too early. Until Tencent and, and these Chinese sponsors fully pull out of deals, not suspend deals, but fully pull out of contracts, contractual obligations, um, it's, it's too hard to really speculate. Team, um, you know, both teams from the U.S., the Lakers and Nets, they're both traveling to, they both traveled to Shenzhen, uh, yesterday and they're going to play their game on Saturday against each other in Shenzhen and then fly back home. So that game will go on as expected. It's unclear whether there's going to be any sponsors, any vendors. There weren't in their previous game on Thursday. And no but, media. You know, over, no media accessibility yeah, to no these media players. Access right. as well. And, and, and I think a lot of that also is due to security, you know, and making mm-hmm. sure that everyone is, is safe in China and, you know, you don't want to say the wrong thing or do the well, wrong thing. You're still in a communist thing. country, right? Yeah. So, you don't want to say the wrong thing, do the wrong, wrong no. thing, and, that, and then it ends up biting you. So I think the NBA is just trying to be as safe as possible, make sure that these games go on as expected and, and can then start to reevaluate what they need to do potentially when they get back. Follow along. He's one of the best in the business. Shams Sharania joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show. Shams, appreciate it, man, and we'll talk soon. Guys, thank you. Appreciate it. Insider for Stadium here on the Wendy's Big Show, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking to buy, build, I renovate, like or refinance in 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community since 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.